We are recording. Hello, Cassie. Hello, Anisha. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is the Dead of Night podcast. Woo woo! Episode 20. Woo! So, um, I. I think I talked to you about this, Cassie, that I just wanted, I don't know, I feel like every episode we should start out with something positive, because there's always something negative. Actually, there's, <laughs> I'm going to say there's a lot of negative in mm-hmm. the world, it's horrible to say, but you, you understand. Mm-hmm. So tell me something positive going on in your life right now, and go. Oh man, oh man, okay, the pressure. On the spot. Okay, so... I don't have anything positive. Is that bad? Yeah. I have a I have a day off. This is my day off. That's positive for me. In how long? Why do you keep going up to the microphone like that? Yeah. Okay. In how long? It's been two or three weeks since I've had a day off. Shit. Yeah. That's a long time. I know. Yeah. I get at least one day off a week. Yeah. I work Sundays because we do cats on Sundays. So I. Yeah, we do kitties. (laughs) They're they're the devil. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, I get a day off today. So I'm really excited about that. That's my positive. What is your positive? Um, well, I'm off today. I don't know if that's positive because I get more days off than you. Oh, that's true. Um, unless I pick up a day. Um, I start my new job on Monday. That's exciting. And what are you doing? Um, I'm doing like customer service billing stuff at a major hospital. And it's the most money I have ever made so far in my life. Nice. So I'm super excited about that. And, and it's remote, so I can work from home. So that makes me excited because I like to spend time at home because I like, I don't like people. And you so, love your fur children? Yes. I mean, I would love for them to leave every once in a while too, but um, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll take my dog to daycare sometimes if I'm like, I need it. I just need some time away from you. It's not that I don't love you. It's just, you need some interaction with other with, dogs. Yeah. With your own kind. <laughs> with your own kind. <laughs> with your own kind. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that I'm not going to be, you know, lifting people and changing diapers and showering people that's what i do now um so i'm really excited that i won't be in that field anymore it's not that i don't like it it's just that i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) no i love my clients i do i love them but it's very backbreaking work um especially when you're lifting somebody that is completely dead weight yeah um, and not so helping at all yeah not helping at all so it's a lot it can be a lot on your body um so i'm just excited to do something that uh 
won't be too hard on my body. Um, yeah, so I'd say that's my positive. Oh, and me and my doctor go to the doctor because she's driving me crazy and she needs interaction <laughs> with her own kind. Yes. So probably later today. Oh, and me and my hair needs to be. <laughs> See, you have so many more positives yeah. than I do. Yeah. I'm I have another positive. Yay. Share it, share it. I took a shower. I feel clean. <laughs> is that a positive? That I is. No, I don't shower every day. Really? <laughs> yeah. I shower every day mainly because I'm a big girl and I and if I don't, I mean big girls can relate. Thicker girls can relate. Like you sweat in places you shouldn't sweat. So I definitely shower every day because I have to. But you live in Arizona with like 180 degree weather. I don't go I outside. Every I don't go outside. You do go outside because you go to work. You gotta take your dogs outside to the bathroom. I yeah, I walk like ten feet to the park area. I sit in the shade, and then they do their thing, and then we come back inside. I walk like twenty feet to my car, put the AC on, drive all the way to there, walk five feet up to the door, and then I'm in AC. Yeah, I would be sweating. So I would have to shower. I shower once a day, sometimes twice a day, if it's super hot. If I'm super, if I feel super gross, I'll shower like twice a day. Yeah, usually I shower once, once, sometimes twice a day. Glad everybody wanted to know that. Uh, <laughs> how much we shower. <laughs> uh, it's fun. That's fun. I'm sorry about the the background noise. I have a. I was hungry. That's okay. All right. So, what are you going to give us today? All right. So, I have another missing persons case. And this lady is from Mississippi. And when I was researching missing people from Mississippi, (laughs) um, (laughs) there's so many. Seriously? Yes. Are they all colored or ethnic? I I just search people of color because that's the show's Well, I mean, but you have to like come across like other people too, right? No, because I only search people of color. Oh, okay, never mind then. Maybe that's bad. Um, anyway, so yeah, I searched just people of color in Mississippi and I've seen some really sad cases like there was one guy that not guy, he was a teenager, he went missing and they thought it had to do with the Ku Klux Klan um, and they When said, was that? Oh, I don't know, I didn't research it but oh. I Okay. because I was like, I thought this case would be more interesting for now but I will go back, so just a little back, not really a lot of backstory because I didn't do too much research on it but he was like 15 16 years old and he went to the prom he left to go to the prom and he never came home and i think they found they never found him but they found his car i think it was his uncle's car like it's his uncle's car to the prom but his uncle at the time was dating a white woman and so they thought it had to do with the Ku Klux Klan because they weren't happy that 
his uncle was dating a white woman. And so they said either he took it out, they took it out on his nephew, or they mistaken, mistaked his nephew for his uncle and killed him. But like his body was never found. So, oh my gosh. So, I don't know. But twists, which I really shouldn't even be saying this because I'm going to do an episode on it. Okay, don't say it. Shot. Oh, I have to say it. His uncle was shot and killed later. <laughs> And they're saying that it was a suicide. We were shot in the chest. Oh my gosh. They're saying it was a suicide, but his family's like, no, it was a suicide. Yeah, nobody with suicidal tendencies will shoot themselves in the chest. Right, like, I want to die. But I mean, you never know. Some people, right? I see it on a show, talk a movie, somebody shot themselves in the chest. Yeah, but that's a movie. Was it based on real life? No, of course not. Okay, then. I mean, Van Gogh, he shot himself in the stomach, but he oh, was... He cut off his ear. He cut off he his ear it. to give to a prostitute that he was in love with, but she didn't want it. And then he ended up shooting himself... It was a <laughs> gift of love. How I dare you not take my ear? I would. They're so pretty. I'm not a psycho. but anyways he shot himself in the stomach and it took him like three four days to die why did he shoot himself was he trying to kill himself he yeah oh okay i don't know a lot about Van Gogh. i really should look him up he's amazing is he Mm -hmm. better than picasso you know if he shot himself in the stomach and that now Probably, yeah, because people would have heard it, and then at the time he was like living really far away from town, and nobody liked him because they all thought that he was crazy, anyways. Right. Uh oh. There's an echo. Yeah. Are you? Can you hear an echo? I can. I don't hear anything. Oh, maybe it's just my side then. Hopefully. Is it still echoing? Echo. No, it stopped. Okay, what about me though? I don't hear anything. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, I don't hear anything. It just popped up on my side. Okay, so back to the lady that I did um, research on. Okay. Her name is, I'm probably going to butcher this. Demekia? D E M A K I A. Demakia, Demakia? Hmm. Something like that. I feel bad. I probably should have looked up how to say her name. I don't think they had it anywhere. How do you say it? Uh, Demakia. Demakia. D-E-M-A-K-I-A. D-E-M-A-K-I-A. Yeah. That's how I would say it. What if it's Demika? Maybe. Yeah, I'll go with Demika. Okay. All right. So Demika Finnessy, I love that last name. <laughs> um, she was last seen dropping a friend off at the film <clears throat> center, uh, which is an alternative school that she worked as a security guard at in the 900 block of Fillmore Drive in Tupelo, Mississippi 
at noon on October 12, 2007, and she was never seen or heard from um, So her car, which was a red two-door 2005 Pontiac Grand Am, which is awesome, um, was recovered that evening at the Warfield Apartments in the 2600 block of Jackson Street in Tobago. Witnesses say they, they excuse me, witnesses saw the vehicle enter the apartment complex at a high rate of speed, and a black man wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans was traveling. He exited, exited the car and ran behind the apartments where there was a field and a small storage unit. When Damika didn't pick up her children from her sister's house after school, her sister reported her missing. And when they went to her house, they noted the sheets in the master room were gone. What? Yeah. So they went to look at her house and the sheets in her room were gone. But there was no blood stain anywhere? No. Not that I see. Okay. Um, so her husband, his name is Robert DeLawrence Finnessy said he hadn't seen her since 6 a.m. the day of her appearance and suggested she had simply run off with her boyfriend. And he said he removed the sheets because their children had wet the bed, but the sheets were never recovered. So nobody really knows. Like, it's super suspicious. So if you- Yeah, and there would be pee stains on the mattress. Maybe. No, there, there would be. Trust me, nie- nieces and nephews growing well, up. If they don't pee a lot, there might not be stains on the mattress. I mean, I, have a lot of the nephews too. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it just depends on the frequency, but also, like, where are the sheets? Why were they never recovered? I feel like they should have been. Because yeah. if it was just pee stains, they just went to bed then there's also, no reason to get rid of them yeah right and also if something happened to her on these sheets like wouldn't there be bloodstains on the mattress, on the mattress? right that's what yeah. i'm saying that's what you said yeah so Damika was a united states army veteran she earned a degree in oh she was earning a degree in criminal justice Hey. At the time of her disappearance, um, her and her husband were separated and she was seeing another man. Um, her loved ones stated that it is uncharacteristic of her to abandon her children. And, um, and there had been at least two domestic violence incidents in the couple's relationship. So after she went missing, her husband took the children and he moved out of Tope- sorry, Tepelo, Tepelo, the day after her disappearance. Tell me that's not suspicious. That's a little suspicious. That's a lot suspicious. Yeah. So as soon, like, as soon as she disappeared, he was like, let's go with TV. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know your mom's not coming back. Let's yeah, just go. That's exactly what that reads. Like, you're yeah. Right. We're just going to Immediate red flags. So, what I found interesting about this case is that 
her husband ended up getting remarried and got arrested for attempted murder because he tried to um, kill his wife, his current wife, because she wanted a divorce. Hmm. That's exactly the situation with his first wife. Yeah. She, she wanted the divorce <clears throat> were separated. They were getting ready to get divorced and then she disappeared. I think that you should always try to murder your spouse when they don't feel happy and they want a divorce. I think that's the right decision. I mean, that's sarcasm. I don't know why? Like, I love my husband. <laughs> I really do. But sometimes he makes me want to strangle him. But then I already know I wouldn't do well in jail. Because <laughs> so, you're so pretty. And plus, I love him. Like, I, don't, I would never hurt him. Yeah. Intentionally, ever. It definitely would be on accident. That's bad to say. But you know what I mean? <laughs> anything, I would never hurt him. I yeah. Love him. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, unless this guy is like super unstable, there's no reason, there's no reason to go to that level of intensity like oh you want to divorce me okay well you know just make sure you drink all that wine cyanide (laughs) cyanide is very detectable you definitely could not get away with killing somebody if you put cyanide in anything even in wine in wine yeah I don't know I haven't used cyanide ever but I'm just saying, you you put it in something, they can detect it because it's in your body. Well, yeah, but the person drinking or eating it isn't going to detect it. Well, yeah. But, but that's but you said that he it. he was he got caught for attempted murder. Right. I think he shot her. Oh, okay. Did I say that? Uh-uh. You just said yeah. attempted murder. Right, he got charged with attempted murder in the shooting of his second wife. Oh, maybe you did say that then. Because they were in the process of divorce. I didn't say that he shot her, but he shot her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I looked, I didn't I didn't leave that part out. I just didn't say I probably just blocked you from saying stuff. No, you're fine. Yeah, it's just so crazy. Um, but it says he told a reporter that his wife had held the gun, tried to shoot him, but accidentally shot her That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like we should test that theory. I'm sure they did, but... <laughs> it says investigators found no evidence to support his account. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I just thought it was interesting that the same thing, not the same thing happened to his first wife, but like she disappeared because she wanted a divorce. Yeah, because they were already separated. They were already separated and they were in the process of getting a divorce. And all of a sudden she disappears, her car's found, she's nowhere to be found. Right. But his uh, second wife, 
he shot her, but she didn't pass away. And it's just, I don't know, I feel like it's a very, I feel like it's deja vu. Yeah. It's like, it's just insane. So they are looking, they are going to reopen her case, I believe. Let me pull up my notes. I'm flipping back and forth. So yeah, I was going to ask what the investigators, like, are they going to look into him again and, like, do more digging and, like, kind of see what her last steps were? Yeah, it says that they are looking into her um, disappearance again um, because he's always been the main person of interest. Yeah. But they didn't have anything to tie him to her disappearance. Yeah. So since this whole deja vu thing happened and he pretty much, you know, almost killed his second wife, they are looking into her disappearance again to see if they can find something that will tie him to it. Because it's been, God, 15 years, I believe. Wow. She disappeared. Um, Yeah, she disappeared in 2007. So it's been almost 15 years and they are looking, but they don't really have anything to tie him to. I feel like those sheets definitely held the DNA. Yeah. They definitely would have told some kind of story. Yeah. Um, But now that she, or now that they're gone, there's really nothing tying him to it. I mean, I really hope that, they find some kind of um, closure. They find her or they find um, a piece of evidence that leads to it. Yes. Yeah. Because if he did do it, I won't say he did, but very strong possibility that he did. I'll say Um, he did. He literally robbed this robbed his wife of her life and I think believe they had three kids yeah three kids together and you you know you took her away from her children and you took their mother away from their from you know yeah you just said it yeah (laughs) you're fine (laughs) I'm like you just said it you understand um it's just so crazy to me that they haven't found anything. Nothing. Yeah. But I mean, 15 years ago, that was, they were still like trying to figure out what was good in investigations, like how to find evidence, how to like, I mean, I feel like 15 years ago was a really long time. They've like upgraded to a lot of new things. I mean, yes and no. I feel like it was a long time ago, but I also feel like they had come a long way since, you know, like the 70s and 80s, like 2007. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely more advanced now in 2022, but also I feel like we've come a long way since all of that. Yeah. So. That's how long we've known each other, right? 2005. 2005. Yeah. That's a long time, too. That is. 
almost yeah, so one time I don't want to talk about it. it makes me feel old. <laughs> you don't I look it. Thanks. Uh, side note, my program manager at my job told me that because I she asked. This is totally irrelevant to this case, but I just want to share. Um, yesterday when I was working, she. I was telling her like I'm, you know, I'm excited to not have to like lift all this stuff because you know it's hard on my body and I'm old. And she's like, "Well, you just wait till you get in your 40s." And I was like, "Not far off. Like I'll be 36 at the end of the month." And she's like, "I thought you were in your 20s." And I was like, "Bless your heart." <laughs> I was like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "I thought you were in your 20s." And I was like, "Oh my God, no." Mm-hmm. No, I've been in my 20s in a long time, but thank you. Yeah. That made my day. Aww. It did. I love when that happens. Yeah, that definitely made my day. And then the other day, somebody called me ma'am, and I, like, broke a little bit inside. (laughs) Of course, I didn't say anything. They were being nice, you know? And I was at the store, and they are like, have a good day, ma'am. And I was like, (laughs) ma'am. <laughs> but like I'm not gonna say anything. You're being polite, you know. You're being nice to me, so I'm not gonna be rude. See, I'm I'm okay when people call me ma'am. Like I'm okay with it because I call people sir. Like thank you, I sir. Too. I call people sir too, but no. I, I feel like it's I don't know. It just made me feel very old. Anyway, <laughs> back on track here for my iPad guys is about to die. Okay, so Tamika has been missing since uh Hey People live up here. Cassie's, you quit that. Come here. Come here. She really does. It's this one though. It's potato. She works in, oh, oh, it was potato? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I guess potato works in everything too. Yeah. I thought it was her other dog. Her other dog works in everything. Yeah. Her her bark is a lot more high pitched. <laughs> okay. So Damika has been missing since October 12, 2007. And uh, she is missing from Tapelo Tapila. If you know how that's pronounced, please let me know. Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, she was 26, year old, 26 years old at the time of her disappearance. So, do that math. 41. She'd be 40. Good job. <laughs> um, so, she'd be 41 now. Um, so, I don't know if this is um, accurate, but it says. Her height and weight, she was between 5'1 and 5'3, and the weight is 122 to 160 pounds. That is such a big difference. I don't know, but that's what it said on the, on the Charlie Project website. I wish I was um, 160 pounds. Girl, same. <laughs> same. Um, so she was last seen wearing a blue denim capri, sorry, blue denim capri pants with pockets on the sides, a tan shirt with red around the sleeves and neck and red flip-flop sandals. Um, she's a, a black female, black hair, brown eyes, and her ears are pierced. And I, as I always do, I will put 
in the show notes where you can um, contact, uh, we would contact the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. Um, For any information. Yeah. It's like, it's like a side sidecar okay, to them paused. I'm like is that the police I don't know but yeah so you would contact the Mississippi Department of Public Safety I will definitely put the, that in the show notes um, so you can if uh, you have any information that's all I got that's it for me <laughs> and there you go <laughs> that is it Wow. That's that's just crazy. Yet another case that um someone disappeared and Yeah. That's why like I love doing the cases but I hate it cuz I need closure. I'm a person that needs the closure. Yeah. And you know, I know I don't know this woman, but it's just I don't know. Yeah. I need the closure. No, I get it. I get it. Um, just before... Oh, we have like a few more seconds left before this actually does it. But you guys can reach us at thedeadofnightpod at gmail.com. You can reach us on Instagram at thedeadofnightpodcast. And also Facebook, the Dead of Night Podcast. I need to look into the Facebook it might be that, but well, I don't, it's weird because it's like connected to my actual Facebook. Um, so I need to go on there and see. Sorry, I was stretching. Hello, Cassie. Hello, Anisha. actually there's <laughs> I'm gonna say there's a lot of negative in mm-hmm. the world to say but you, you understand mm-hmm. so tell me something positive going on in your life right now and go oh man oh man okay the pressure on the spot okay so I don't have anything positive is that bad yeah I have a I have a day off this is my day off. That's positive for me. And how long? Why do you keep going up to the microphone like that? Uh, yeah. Okay, and how long? It's been two or three weeks since I've had a day off. Shit. Yeah. Excuse my language, but that's a long time. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I get at least one day off a week. Yeah. I work Sundays because we do cats on Sundays. So I, yeah, we do kitties. They're, they're the devil. So, um, (laughs) but 
yeah, I get a day off today. So I'm really excited about that. That's my positive. What is your positive? Um, well, I'm off today. I don't know if that's positive because I get more days off than you. Oh, that's true. Um, unless I pick up a day. Um, I start my new job on Monday. That's exciting. And what are you doing? Um, I'm doing like customer service billing stuff at a major hospital. And it's the most money I have ever made so far in my life. Nice. So I'm super excited about that. And, and it's remote, so I can work from home. So that makes me excited because I like to spend time at home because I like, I don't like people. And you so, love your fur children? Yes. I mean, I would love for them to leave every once in a while too, but um, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll take my dog to daycare sometimes if I'm like, I need it. I just need some time away from you. It's not that I don't love you. It's just, you need some interaction with other with, dogs. Yeah. With your own kind. <laughs> with your own kind. <laughs> with your own kind. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that I'm not going to be, you know, lifting people and changing diapers and showering people. That's what I do now. Um, so I'm really excited that I won't be in that field anymore. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I don't like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my clients. I do. I love them. But it's very backbreaking work, um, especially when you're lifting somebody that is completely dead weight. Yeah, um, and not so helping at all. Yeah, not helping at all. So it's a lot. It can be a lot on your body. Um, so I'm just excited to do something that uh, won't be too hard on my body. Um, yeah, so I'd say that's my positive. Oh, and me and my dog are going the dog park because she's driving me crazy and she needs interaction <laughs> with her own kind. Yes. So probably later today. Oh, and me and my hair today. <laughs> See, you have so many more positives yeah. than I do. Yeah. I have another positive. Oh, yay. Share it, share it. I took a shower. I feel clean. <laughs> is that a positive? That is. No, I don't shower every day. <laughs> really? <laughs> I shower every day mainly because I'm a big girl, and I and if I don't, I mean, big girls can relate. Thicker girls can relate. Like you sweat in faces, you shouldn't sweat. So I definitely shower every day because I have to. But you live in Arizona with like 180 degree weather. I don't go I outside. I don't go outside. You do go outside because you go to work. You gotta take your dogs outside to the bathroom. I stuff. yeah, I walk like ten feet to the park area. I sit in the shade, and then they do their thing, and then we come back inside. I walk like twenty feet to my car, put the AC on, drive all the way to there, walk five feet up to the door, and then I'm in AC. Yeah, I would be sweating. <laughs> If I'm soup, if I feel super gross, I'll shower like twice a day. Yeah, usually I shower once, once, sometimes twice a day. 
glad everybody wanted to I'm sorry about the the background noise. I have a I was hungry. That's okay. All right. So, what are you going to give us today? So I have another missing persons case, and this lady is from Mississippi, and when I was researching missing people from Mississippi, (laughs) um, (laughs) there's so many. Seriously? Yes. Are they all colored or ethnic? I just searched people of color because that's the show's Well, I mean, but you have to, like, come across, like, other people too, right? When said, was that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't research it. Oh, oh well. okay. Because I was like, I thought this case would be more interesting for now, but I will go back. So, just a little back, not really a lot of backstory because I didn't do too much research on it, but he was like 15, 16 years old, and he went to the prom. He left to go to the prom, and he never, he never came home. And I think they found, they never found him, but they found his car. And I think it was his uncle's car, like he took his uncle's car to the prom. But his uncle at the time was dating a white woman. And so they thought it had to do with the Ku Klux Klan because they weren't happy that his uncle was dating a white woman. And so they said either he took it out, they took it out on his nephew where they mistaken, mistaked his nephew for his uncle and killed him. But like his body was never found. Oh my gosh. So, I don't know. But twists, which I really shouldn't even be saying this because I'm going to do an episode on it. Okay, don't say it. Shot. Oh, I have to say it. His uncle was shot and killed later. Oh and they're saying that it was a suicide. We were shot in the chest. Oh my gosh. But they're saying it was a suicide, but his family's like, no, it was a suicide. So yeah, nobody with suicidal tendencies will shoot themselves in the chest. Right, like, I want to die. Well, I mean, you never know. Some people, right? I say not a show. Talk a movie. Somebody shot themselves in the chest. Yeah, but that's a movie. Was it based on real life? No, of course not. Okay, then. I mean, Van Gogh, he shot himself in the stomach, but he oh, was... He cut off his ear to give to a prostitute that he was in love with, but she didn't want it. And then he ended up shooting himself. It was a gift of love. How dare you not take my ear? I would. They're so pretty. I'm not a psycho. (laughs) But anyways, he shot himself in the stomach. And it took him like three, four days to die. Why did he shoot himself? Was he trying to like, kill himself? He, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know a lot about Van Gogh. I really should go. Come on. He's amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Better than Picasso. You know, if he shot himself in the stomach and now, probably would survive. Probably, yeah. Because people would have heard it. And then if, at the time, he was like living really far away from town and nobody liked him because they all thought that he was crazy anyways. Right. So back to the lady that I did um, research. Okay. Her name is... I'm probably gonna butcher this. Demekia, D-E-M-A-K-I-A. Demekia, Demakia. Hmm. Something like that. I feel bad. I probably shouldn't have pronounced your name. I don't think they had it anymore. How do you say it? Uh, Demakia, D-E-M-A-K-I-A. D-E-M-A-K-I-A. Yeah. That's how I would say it. What if it's Demika? Maybe. Yeah, I'll go with Demika. Okay. All right. So Demika Finnessy. I love that last name. <laughs> um, she was last seen dropping a friend off at the film home center. Uh, which is an alternative school that she worked as a security guard at in the 900 block of Fillmore Drive in Tupelo, Mississippi at noon on October 12, 2007. And she was never seen or heard from. Um, So her car, which was a red two-door 2005 Pontiac Grand Am, which is awesome, um, was recovered that evening at the Warfield Apartments the 2600 block of Jackson Street to be. Witnesses say they, they excuse me, witnesses saw the vehicle enter the apartment complex at a high rate of speed and a black man wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans was traveling. He exited, exited the car and ran behind the apartments where there was a field and a small storage unit. When D'Amica didn't pick up her children from her sister's house after school, her sister reported her missing. And when they went to her house, they noted the sheets in the master room were gone. What? Yeah. So they went to look at her house and the sheets in her room were gone. But there was no blood stain anywhere? No. Not that I see. Okay. Um, so her husband, his name is Robert DeLawrence Finnessy said he hadn't seen her since 6 a.m. the day of her appearance and suggested she had something run off with the boyfriend. And he said he removed the sheets because their children had wet the bed, but the sheets were never recovered. So nobody really knows. Like, it's super suspicious. So if you- Yeah, and there would be pee stains on the mattress. Maybe. No, there, there would be. Trust me, nie- nieces and nephews growing well, up. They don't pee a lot. There might not be stains of mattress. I mean, I, have a lot of and nephews too. I know. <laughs> so I mean, I guess it just depends on the frequency. But also, like, where are the sheets? Why were they never recovered? I feel like they should have been. Because yeah. if it was just pee stains. They just wet the bed, 
there's no reason to get rid of them. Yeah. Right. And also, if something happened to her on these sheets, like wouldn't there be bloodstains on the mattress? Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what you said. Yeah. So, Damika was a United States Army veteran. She earned a degree in, oh, she was earning a degree in criminal justice. Hey. At the time of her disappearance. Um, her and her husband were separated and she was seeing another man. Um, her loved ones stated that it is uncharacteristic of her to abandon her children. And look um, And there had been at least two domestic violence incidents in the couple's relationship. So, after she went missing, her husband took the children and he moved out of Tepelo, Tepelo, the day after her disappearance. Tell me that's not suspicious. That's a little suspicious. That's a lot suspicious. Yeah. So, as soon, like, as soon as she disappeared, he was like, let's go, we'll take it. Yeah, like... Yeah. I know your mom's not coming back. Let's yeah, just go. That's exactly what that reads. Like yeah. Mom, she ain't coming back. So right. We're just gonna go. Immediate red flags. So what I found interesting about this case is that her husband ended up getting remarried and got arrested for attempted murder because he tried to um, kill his wife, his current wife, because she wanted a divorce. Hmm. That's exactly the situation with his first wife. Yeah. She, she wanted the divorce and <clears throat> separated. They were getting ready to get divorced, and then she disappeared. I think that you should always try to murder your spouse when they don't feel happy and they want a divorce. I think that's the right decision. I mean, that's sarcasm. Why? Like, I love my husband. <laughs> I really do. But sometimes he makes me want to strangle him. But then I already know I wouldn't do well in jail. Because <laughs> so you're so pretty. Plus, I love him. Like, I, don't, I would never hurt him. Yeah. Intentionally, ever. It definitely would be on accident. That's bad to say. But you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I would never hurt him. I yeah. love him. Yeah, no. There's, I mean, unless this guy is, like, super unstable, there's no reason, there's no reason to go to that level of intensity. Like, oh, you want to divorce me. Okay, well, you know, just make sure you drink all that wine. Cyanide. <laughs> Cyanide is very detectable. You definitely could not get away with killing somebody if you put cyanide in anything. Even in, in wine? wine? In wine, yeah. I don't know. I haven't used cyanide ever. But I'm just saying, you you put it in something, they can detect it because it's in your body. Well, yeah, 
But the person drinking or eating it isn't going to detect it. Well, yeah. But, but that's but you said that he he was he got caught for attempted murder. Right. I think he shot her. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. You just said attempted murder. Right. He got charged with attempted murder in the shooting of his second wife. Oh, maybe you did say that then. Because they were in the process of divorce. I didn't say that he shot her, but he shot her. Oh, okay. I didn't leave that part out. I just... I probably just blocked you from saying stuff. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, it's just so crazy. Um, but it says he told a reporter that his wife had held the gun, tried to shoot him, but accidentally shot her son. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like we should test that theory. I'm sure they did. <laughs> but it says investigators found no evidence to support his account. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I just thought it was interesting that the same thing, not the same thing happened to his first wife, but like she disappeared because she wanted a divorce. Yeah, because they were already separated. They were already separated and they were in the process of getting a divorce. And all of a sudden she disappears, her car's found, she's nowhere to be found. Right. But his. Uh, second wife, he shot her, but she didn't pass away. And it's just, I don't know, I feel like it's a very, I feel like it's deja vu. Yeah. It's like, it's just insane. So they are looking, they are going to reopen her case, I believe. Let me pull up my notes. I'm flipping back and yeah, I was going to ask what the investigators, like, are they going to look into him again and, like, do more digging and, like, kind of see what her last steps were? Yeah, it says that they're looking into her um, disappearance again um, because he's always been the main person of interest. Yeah. But they didn't have anything to tie him to her disappearance. Yeah. So... Since this whole deja vu thing happened, and he pretty much, you know, almost killed his second wife, they are looking into her disappearance again to see if they can find something that will tie him to it. Because it's been, God, 15 years, I believe. Wow. She disappeared. Um, Yeah, she disappeared in 2007. So it's been almost 15 years and they are looking, but they don't really have anything to tie him to it. I feel like those sheets definitely held the DNA. Yeah. They definitely would have told some kind of story. Yeah. Um, But now that she, or now that they're gone, there's really nothing tying him to it. I mean, I really hope that, they find some kind of um, closure. They find her or they find um, a piece of evidence that leads to it. Yes. Yeah. Because if he did do it, I won't say he did, but very strong possibility that he did. I'll say Um, he did. 
he literally robbed this robbed his wife of her life and I think believe they had three kids yeah three kids together and you you know you took her away from her children and you took their mother away from their from you know yeah you know, we just said it yeah <laughs> you're yeah, fine so, <laughs> I'm like you just said it you understand um it's just so crazy to me that they haven't found anything nothing yeah but I mean 15 years ago that was they were still like trying to figure out what was good in investigations like they had come a long way since you know like the 70s and 80s like 2007 yeah yeah we're definitely more advanced now in 2022 but also I feel like we've come a long way since all of that. Yeah. So. That's how long we've known each other, right? 2005. 2005. Yeah. That's a long time, too. That is. It's almost. Yeah, it's a long time. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it makes me feel old. <laughs> you don't I look it. Thanks. Uh, side note, my program manager at my job told me that because I she asked this is totally irrelevant to this case but I just want to share um yesterday when I was working she I was telling her like I'm you know I'm excited to not have to like lift all this stuff because you know it's hard on my body and I'm old and she's like well you just wait till you get in your 40s and I was like not far off like I'll be 36 at the end of the month and she's like I thought you were in your 20s and I was like bless your heart Really? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I thought you were in your 20s. And I was like, oh my God. No. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I have been in my 20s in a long time, but thank you. Yeah. That made my day. Aww. It did. I yeah. love when that happens. Yeah, that definitely made my day. And then the other day, somebody called me ma'am, and I like broke a little bit inside. Of course, I didn't say anything because they were being nice, you know, and I was at the store and they're like, have a good day, ma'am. And I was like, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm not going to say anything because you're being polite. You know, you're being nice to me. So I'm not going to be rude. But See, yeah. I'm, I'm okay when people call me ma'am. Like, I'm okay with it because I call people sir. Like, thank you, I sir. I call people sir too, but. I feel like it's, I don't know, it just made me feel very old. Anyway, (laughs) back on track here for my iPad guys, it's about to die. So, Damika has been missing since October 12, 2007, and uh, she is missing from Tupelo, Tupelo, if you know how that's pronounced, please let me know, Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, she was 26, year old, 26 years old at the time of her disappearance. So, do that math. 41. She'd be 40. Good job. <laughs> um, so, she'd be 41. Um, so, I don't know if this is um, accurate, but it says 
her height and weight, she was between 5'1 and 5'3, and the weight is 122 to 160 pounds. That is such a big difference. I don't know, but that's what it said on the, on the Charlie Project website. I wish I was um, 160 pounds. Girl, same. <laughs> same. Um, so she was last seen wearing a blue denim capri, sorry, blue denim capri pants with pockets on the sides, a tan shirt with red around the sleeves and neck, and red flip-flop sandals. Um, she's a, a black female, black hair, brown eyes, and her ears are pierced. And I, as I always do, I will put in the show notes where you can um, contact uh, well, you would contact the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. Um, For any information. Yeah. It's oh, like okay. it's that, like a side sidecar okay. to them. Pause. I'm like, is that the police? I don't know. But yeah, so you would contact the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. I will definitely put the, that in the show notes. Um, so you can if uh, you have any information. That's all I got. That's it for me. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> that is it for me. Wow. That's, that's just crazy. Yet another case that um, someone disappeared and nobody knows about Yeah. That's why, like, I love doing the cases, but I hate it because I need closure. I'm a person that needs the closure. Yeah. And, you know, I know I don't know this woman, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I need the closure. No, I get it. I get it. Um, Just before... Oh, we have like a few more seconds left before this actually does it. But you guys can reach us at the dead of night pod at gmail.com. You can reach us on Instagram at the dead of night podcast. 